The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 201 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. Coming up next weekend, you can play games for a good cause. I'll have more in a bit, but first, your week in geek. The actor who played Tormund Giantsbane is returning to a popular fantasy series. According to reports, Game of Thrones actor Christopher Hivview has been hired to play the character of Novellan in the Netflix adaptation of The Witcher. Novellan is a cursed figure who appeared in the short story A Grain of Truth. Unfortunately, you have a bit of a weight on your hands as despite its popularity, especially in my house right now, the second season isn't expected to come out until sometime in 2021. A WWE superstar is reportedly joining The Mandalorian in Season 2. According to sources at IGN Entertainment, American wrestler Sasha Banks is joining the hit Disney Plus show and might already have filmed some scenes. It's currently unclear at this time which character Banks will be portraying or how many episodes she will be making an appearance. Season 2 of The Mandalorian is coming out in October. And Disney is having a great start to 2020 by crushing Wall Street expectations. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the company's new streaming service, along with Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker and Frozen 2, helped earn the House of Mouse $1.53 per share. Analysts expected it to post $1.43 per share. Disney saw a 36% increase in its revenue, and officials say Disney Plus has already signed up more than 26 million subscribers in its first three months online. DC Comics unveils its titles for the upcoming free comic book day. The 32-page one-shot Generation Zero actually includes two stories, Flash Forward Epilogue and a reprint of Scott Snyder's A Brave New World, which appeared in Wonder Woman 750. DC Comics also plans to release a flipbook sampler featuring chapters from new graphic novels aimed at middle-grade readers. The samples come from Batman Overdrive and Batman Tales Once Upon a Crime. Meanwhile, Marvel has also released the titles for the upcoming free comic book day. The publisher unveiled two covers for X-Men and Amazing Spider-Man Venom, with each free title containing two separate stories from fan-favorite writers and artists. Both titles promise links to upcoming storylines during the summer. The 18th free comic book day takes place Saturday, May 2nd at a comic book store near you. This has been your Week in Geek. On Saturday, February 29th, the OKC Blue is teaming up with Extra Life, hosting the One Up Open at the Cox Convention Center. Here to talk about the event are Mike Dadalo with the Children's Hospital Foundation and Brian and Paul Vaughn with Oklahoma City University. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Hey, so tell me about this 
this event, it sounds like it's just going to be an all-day blast. It is. It's going to be awesome. It starts at uh, 9 a.m., and it has open gaming. It has uh, video game tournaments, which I'll let Paul talk about more mm-hmm. here in a sec. There's vendors that are selling uh, video game and just general pop culture-related stuff. Uh, we've got cosplay, and we've got, of course, and uh, Oklahoma City Blue Game uh, that's all mm-hmm. wrapped up and included in in this same thing. And uh, I've heard that the Oklahoma City Blue are going to be even theming the game, like the effects with um, like Mario oh, themed, awesome. like video game themed music and uh, stuff like that too. So it's going to be really, really cool. But we have a lot of uh, a big, big portion of it is a lot of uh, esports tournaments with cash prizes, which. Yeah. Paul can tell us about Paul, it. tell us what's going on with that. Yeah, for sure. So we actually are running six different tournaments during this event. Um, it'll be uh, Smash Brothers, Ultimate, Rocket League, Tekken, Fortnite, Call of Duty, and of course, NBA 2K. That's one of the most popular names out there. Which one? Well, I'm Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I can't them, go yeah. anywhere without hearing about, about <laughs> Fortnite and, and, uh, and, and Tekken. I think it's, uh, it's like we're, we're talking about some of the, the, the funnest games, I think, out there. And it's becoming more and more popular. Isn't that basically what's going on right now? Yeah, there's like this huge boom just kind of across the country in terms of collegiate esports. Um, mm-hmm. The professional scene has blossomed to the point where we're now getting colleges who are now interested in starting their own programs, potentially feeding into those um, professional level leagues or just, you know, using esports as a tool for education. Yeah. Uh, when we were younger, there was always talk about how maybe uh, that, that, that esports would help with, with your hand-eye coordination. But nowadays we're also saying, well, it will also help you get a job. Because yeah. you've got to, there's got to be somebody out there who's programming this. There's got to be out there someone who's marketing these. It's a, it's an actual business. It's a corporate business out there. Yeah, I mean, at some level, you can just kind of see esports as a professional gaming league, right? Mm-hmm. And on top of being a professional gaming league, there's just so many open positions. Like mm-hmm. you said, there's you know people who got to produce the entire thing. There's marketing. There's you know brand ambassadors. There's just so much more to it than just playing video games, and right. it's just grown so much. And the computer technology has just become phenomenal. And just the graphics have just been amazing. They're just exploding. And it's because we've got schools like Oklahoma City University coming out and saying, look, we're not going to ignore this new industry. And it's been amazing. Yeah, yeah. So we've got this event going on Saturday. And now the Oklahoma City Blue, for, for people who don't know, that's the, uh, that's the Thunders farm team, as it were. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're G League team. And it's, um, and it's pretty cool. If you've never yeah. been to a game, it's a pretty neat experience because uh, tickets are pretty cheap. And uh, I should say that tickets for this start at $16. Right. Uh, so they're pretty cheap. And that's, I mean, we're talking like seats, like a few rows from the court. Like it's really good seats for the game. Plus you get access to all the stuff during the day. It's, uh, I think it's, was it 20 or 22 for a tournament? 22, 22 for the tournament 22, participant. 22 once you get into a tournament, which again, there's cash prizes there. So, um, but yeah, the blue are pretty neat. Um, they're they're going to have, I think the, uh, the Thunder cheerleaders will be there and Rumble mm-hmm. will be there too. So that's pretty neat. But every now and then you'll, uh, a lot of times some of the players from the Thunder will play in a blue game too. So you'll see one or two of the Thunder players that they, mm-hmm. they, they kick down to a blue game now and then. So you, um, I think the last time I went, uh, Deontay Burton was playing. Um, and it, it was just a neat, it was a really neat experience. It's a lot of the similar, especially if you have kids, it's actually pretty mm-hmm. cool. Cause for, for kids, it, it feels pretty much the same as a, as a Thunder game, uh, except you get to sit really close. You get to, you know, hold up your sign like right by the court and you know, you're, and, uh, I mean, I took my son to it. He's seven, and he just had an absolute blast screaming like OKC, OKC all the time. And yeah, it's not like the the Thunder. I mean, I love going to a Thunder game, but you're you're so packed in, and you're usually so far away because you right. can't afford to right. sit really <laughs> yeah. close. 
But it, with the blue game, you can sit right up close and be just really a part of the action. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. It's a great time uh, for everybody because you can really, first off, you can afford it. Yeah. Uh, which is a good idea. <laughs> yeah. um, but for 16 bucks, that's a really great deal. And then, but it starts at nine. That's the game at seven o'clock, right? right. So we're going to have right. games all day. Have you guys, uh, Paul, have you guys kind of got that planned out about what you got going on? So it's a little bit volatile. Um, the way we're going to plan these brackets kind of depends on how many participants we get. By the way, deadline is February 27th, so get in before that deadline goes up because there won't be tickets available um, on site. But um, as we kind of get a better sense of how many players we're going to have per tournament, mm-hmm. and Which as is why you have to have a deadline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as the signups are coming in, we're, we have a tournament organizer who will then build out brackets based on how much time we have, doing things like double elimination if we have lots of time mm-hmm. and not in all participants, which hopefully no, because this is a charity event, right? Right. Uh, and then secondly um, is if like we have, you know, a lot of participants will look at single elimination, trying to find solutions to kind of um, make the brackets run a little bit faster than they would normally. Right. And so you've got these games going on all day. Uh, is there, so do we, we don't even know an order quite yet because we're not sure exactly how many people are participating. Is that right? Or do we have an, an idea of an order? It'll uh, be simultaneous most okay. likely. So, so if you, you probably won't be able to participate in multiple tournaments because if you can, you know, if you're stuck playing a Rocket League match and then suddenly you're holding up the smash bracket and there's delays kind right. of everywhere happening. So. Most and likely only one game per you person. Should, you should focus on one game anyway. Exactly. Right, right. <laughs> just yeah. be really good at that one game. And most people are. You know, most people tend to be really good at their one, their one game at Angry Birds. Their, right there. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, we need an Angry Birds tournament. We should get an Angry Birds so tournament. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah, Angry Birds. You know, so so we've got this uh, going on, and it raises for, uh, as, as Extra Life, one of our favorite uh, charities out here. Uh, this is about raising money for the Children's Hospital Foundation. Right, Talk about that. Right, right, yeah. So a portion of every ticket is going to go towards Extra, extra Life. Um, mm-hmm. So no matter if you're coming to play a tournament or if you're just coming to watch and participate and play free play games and stuff like that, a portion goes to the Children's Hospital Foundation. And, um, yeah, that's through the Extra Life program, which Extra Life is kind of a nationwide program that tries to uh, raise money for local hospitals uh, by through gaming. Mm-hmm. So people play games. A lot of times people will stream their own games on Twitch and get people to donate. Um, and what we're doing with this big event is just raising money for the local Children's Hospital Foundation. And if anybody doesn't know, the Children's Hospital Foundation here, what they do is they fund research. And uh, they also make sure that no one uh, no one will be turned away from the Children's Hospital regardless of ability to pay, which um, is pretty amazing if you think about like if that, that kind of situation you would feel in as a parent if your child had an incurable or a just a um, you know cancer or some terrible illness and you know what do you do well the children's hospital will take you and they'll take care of you no matter your ability to pay no matter your insurance situation it doesn't matter and that's largely because of um, you know donations from events like this and things like this that they're able to do that so and you how long have we been doing this now? How long have we been part of how has Extra Life and Children's Hospital Foundation been doing? It's been a few years now. It's been a while, yeah. I mean, this will be the first year for this specific event, mm-hmm. but Extra Life and the Children's Hospital um they've been oh, it's probably been about a decade now yeah. um that that they've been working together. So, yeah. It's yeah. got to be at least that because I know that the uh the the event that goes on at Game HQ every yeah. year the, the yeah. 24-hour gaming, that just celebrated I think it's 6 year, 6th yeah. year of doing yeah. that and that's yeah. And it wasn't one of the first ones to join in. It yeah. came in a little bit later. So, it, and I know the 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 game community has just been 
really big on on just every now and then having these right, events. Right, and it's uh, and it's just something that anybody can do too. Like anybody can raise money for Extra Life. You can sign up at the Extra Life website, and uh, you know just go to extralife.org and um, you know put in your information, and you can sign up and then start raising money, and you can earn prizes and and stuff like that. But what's cool about it is it uh, you know it's especially if you're like a uh, you know a teenager or something, and you're having trouble convincing your parents that like you know like that you need to play more video games. You know, tell them you're raising money for charity. And, uh, <laughs> how can they say no? <laughs> I mean, like you can look on Twitch. There's tons of extra life streamers yeah. out there, all raising money just for this awesome organization that's been around forever. I mean, they're everywhere. Even I come from a you know much smaller town, Boise, Idaho, mm-hmm. and we had it on our own Boise land, which ran through Extra Life, and we yeah. you know raised however much money every single year. Every just it's just an awesome community. Yeah, rallies around that. It's both video games, and uh, I see uh, a lot of times they'll do uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, there'll be a mm-hmm. lot of DDAL games mm-hmm. that are. They'll actually say, "Hey, uh, you sign up for the game on like Discord or something like that. You pay five dollars, ten dollars, or whatever, and that money goes to Extra Life, and then you just sit there and play a game." Right, and it's just amazing. Now, what what is what is this with the the free play games you mentioned? What is going on? With so that? we're going to have some just stations of uh, video games where people can just come in and play video games. I think. Do we still have? Do we have VR coming? Like some virtual reality stuff coming, or do we? Do we? Know? I don't have the information for <laughs> that. Know about but that. you yeah. know, I really hope it does happen. Yeah, VR is super exciting. We had that's yeah, changed, that's changed a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of that virtual reality stuff is really neat to try. Um, Beat Saber is really fun. The one where you have lightsabers and you're like yes. breaking blocks to a beat. Um, I think that's pretty fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of fun. I uh, I, I think it's kind of cool that we have um, a lot of these like sports, uh, like uh, Rocket League and like you know stuff like that, like that are these um, video games that are team games now, mm-hmm. like where you get a team together and play. It's kind of a neat. It makes it almost like a team sport. That's kind of like the the new push for like video games has just been all these interesting team sports you got rocket league league of legends csgo uh overwatch all that are just you know you get five people five six people uh rocket league i guess in this case would be three but just coordinating together and planning strategies is just so complex and it's it's really what the what is the educational side of uh, esports for collegiate at least it's um developing these team skills that you know a lot of people like don't really have opportunities to develop Mm -hmm. because People who are often, it's not always the case, but people who are often involved in esports aren't involved in traditional sports. So they never have the opportunity to develop those uh, critical team based skills. Yeah, I, I think it's one of the complaints about any kind of video games is usually people immediately think it's that guy sitting in his parents' basement and just yeah. and playing games. And it's not anymore. That's that's the beauty of it is, is it's really, it, it's become first off competitive, but second off, it's become just your typical team sports. It's just a team sport for those people like us who aren't really good necessarily at sports. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I grew up with like single player games being the default. Like, right. like when I was a kid, you know, like video games were like a single player, like the single player campaign was the game. Mm-hmm. And now, like a lot of times that's an afterthought or an add on or like an incidental part of the game. Like yeah. the main part of the game is the multiplayer, the team based and the, you know, that's that's the game now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is like. In a lot of ways, I mean, I still like those big, long single-player campaign games sometimes. Um, you know, love me some Zelda. But, you know, those, like, multiplayer games, there's there's nothing like playing against other people. It's not the same as playing against an AI or, a, right. you know, computer-generated thing. No matter how good it is, like, there's nothing like playing a game where you're playing against other humans because humans are unpredictable. Yeah, I think that's how I was introduced to Halo. As I yeah. would always play it with, on team play, and I, every time I went over to someone's house and said, hey, let's play, play Halo, well, yeah, you know, I'd always played it in the multiplayer and then one yeah. day i was sitting there watching uh-huh. someone play a game and i was like what are you playing in halo and i'm like 
There's a there's single, a single player, player version. version of this. <laughs> yeah. Never even knew. Yeah. So what is what is so tell me is there much you can tell me about the what the the esports at Oklahoma City University? Uh, what do you want to know? Anything, There's so much. Okay, so looking into the next semester, we're kind of restructuring a little bit. Yeah. We're looking to run six different games, um, League of Legends, Rocket League, Fortnite, Call of Duty, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and uh, Overwatch are like the six teams we're looking at trying to build for the next semester. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, we're entering into the Testbook Collegiate League starting on the 19th with both Call of Duty and Overwatch. Um, so we'll be looking to start playing against other universities through um, the structure that TESPA's set, or TESPA has set up for us. Um, so that'll be really exciting because we'll get to ex- play against, you know, possibly big name universities if we can get high enough on the ladder, which is always a lot of fun. Um, beyond that, we're looking at um, opening our esports arena, mm-hmm. uh, which is coming up. Um, be a, it'll just be awesome once we have that space. We can just do so much. We'll be looking at broadcasting all of our matches. Uh, we'll start associating ourselves with the degree a little bit more because we can start bringing in our broadcasting students mm-hmm. and giving them live real experience on a broadcast you know either in front of a camera behind the camera producing um figuring out solutions for how to get our video and audio streaming um you know working at a high at a high quality just like there's so much more again like we were saying earlier so much more to video games than you would say than you might think and especially i love the idea of bringing the broadcasters in obviously (laughs) as a broadcaster um to be able to cover these i when i was going to broadcasting school we went to cover the uh, baseball games uh football games at our local school because we needed to cover we need to have that experience uh and i think i love this idea of bringing the broadcasters in having them cover uh do color and play-by-play announcing for video games which is a great idea because a lot of people watch these video games a lot of people watch it on youtube watch them on twitch they watch them all over the place and it's nice to have kind of not the person who's just playing the game which is usually what you get on twitch and youtube actually having someone who's away from it who has a kind of a more of an eagle-eye view of Mm -hmm. these games and we're kind of in like a really good spot for it too there's a really big esports arena i think even a couple over in dallas you know we got the dallas fuel down there too so like and hopefully we can start getting our own professional teams involved in the esports scene. Um, maybe this event might be the the trigger for that. So uh, I don't know. Just I, there's so many opportunities in the in the local area. So I'm super happy with how esports are going. With esports and collegiate level, uh, is are it's Oklahoma City University? Will you guys still be the stars, or is it does it? How does that work? Because, like, for example, your basketball team is the Oklahoma City University Stars. Um, the baseball team is the Stars. Do you will you keep that name or? How will that work? I, I don't, I don't even a know. Good question. Yeah. We're talking about it <laughs> <laughs> right now. I believe we are still called the the stars, mm-hmm. um, but our logo is currently uh, Aries, the um, like the constellation, oh, the, the ram head, the god of war. Yeah. No, we, we're currently represented by like the ram's head is like our our mm-hmm. logo slash mascot, but on our jersey it's also a star. So we're kind of like. We're, we're kind of like weighing our options. I think by next semester, we'll have like a solid idea on what our brand is going to be. Yeah, and how it's going to work because you're going to be coming up against other colleges. Will And again, we're, we're talking collegiate level sports. It is, it is a sport. Mm-hmm. So will there be levels like uh, right now, the, the Oklahoma City University, I believe it's baseball, basketball is division two. Uh, they're not obviously the, the division one, the OU, the OSU level. Uh, will you guys also be, uh, will there be divisions in the schools as well? So there's a really interesting, um, I wouldn't call it a problem. It's just like a, a lack of structure, I guess, right, in collegiate yeah. esports. So the, the governing body right now is called NACE, which is the National Association of Collegiate Esports. And they kind of govern every varsity team. Pretty much any university that has a varsity team signs up with NACE because mm-hmm. NACE is just doing so much right now for the scene. Um, and kind of like, 
as Nace is building, they don't have enough teams to really be doing divisions. Uh, most tournaments are still kind of done freelance through other companies. There's the CSL, the Collegiate Star League. There's TESPA, which is run by Blizzard. There's a couple other ones out there too that just don't immediately come to my mind. But mm-hmm. like, there's so many different leagues out there. So really, it's just every university entering into these brackets and playing against every other university. Um, which can get a little bit crazy, but sure. also, you know, it gives chances for these smaller colleges to really show their talent against these bigger universities. Yeah, which is always a good idea anyway, but you also don't want to have a, you don't want to have a smaller college who might be can't afford to have an esports arena um, or maybe uh, some of your larger colleges who don't spend as much money on an esports arena because they spent their much money on a real sports arena. Um, that that you, it's got to be really difficult. For there's kind of like a out. back and forth right yeah. now. So in Tespa, there's um, there's a couple of varsity leagues that you have to kind of throw an application towards, and with that, you have to give you know what does the arena look like? Like, are you guys offering scholarships? All these different things. So the the varsity leagues for Tespa are kind of like super elite. We're trying to get into the Call of Duty one right now. Yeah. Um, we have an application out there, so cross your fingers for us. Yeah, <laughs> um, then there's the um, Open Tespa League, Open Division, which is just, you know, anyone in Tespa can enter. It can be any college. You, can, you don't have to be a varsity sport at your school. You can just be a club, and you can get five, six of your friends together and just join a team and, oh, you know, play for fun. And, yeah. like, you, you'll be playing against colleges with, like, budgets and practice schedules and coaches. And But, you know, it's a chance for you to just kind of get your friends together and upset some of those, you know, stick it to the man. Like. Sure, I love the idea <laughs> that you could actually come in and just create your own team because yeah. you're good at it. Yeah. Rather than, and, and hopefully, you know, maybe eventually because these, these kids who are doing that, maybe they could work their way up to getting a scholarship. That's exactly what's happening, I believe, at UNR, University of Nevada, Reno. Um, there was a just like a club, you know, some really talented players that got together and they're, they're generating enough interest with their school and just by playing against bigger colleges because they're so talented that they're able to, now I believe their administration's kind of taking an interest in the club being like, well, hold on a second. This is getting, this is getting pretty big. Like maybe like this is something you might be interested in. And it's just like, an, it's awesome to see something like that. That's great. Especially for these younger schools that, again, when we talk about the, 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 the physical sports out there that, that, You've always got your OUs and, uh, and OSUs, right. and of course, uh, you know Notre Dame and all these. And this is a chance for these smaller schools to shine right. because not because they are necessarily have all the, the the money; they have the skilled players. And that's right. not about money; that's about just having skilled players. Yeah, there's a smaller college out there. I think it's Columbia College. It's been like one of the top League of Legends uh, teams out there for couple of years now you know they always make it into the top eight they're always flying out to california to play on riot's official stage there's super talented university i love that idea and we're has, oh. have you guys has oklahoma city university already started playing in, in tournaments or are they going to are, how's how are we how are we doing on so that our now? first tournament i think um at the collegiate level at least will probably be this test but one that's coming up mm-hmm. um Within two days here, uh, we'll oh, start. Oh, well, there we yeah. go. Wait, what's the day again? <laughs> it's, it's today's the 18th, Tuesday. one day. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so oh. tomorrow. So the deadline for signups is tomorrow, which means that the, we'll have official matches starting, I believe, on Sundays. Oh, um, that's wonderful. How can people watch these? Can uh, they? Soon. <laughs> <laughs> Once I get some space and we can set up, you know, a temporary stream broadcast, I, oh. I'd love to start, like, you know, getting our matches out there. But right now we just, we're waiting on our space. I love this. I love the fact that, again, it's it's the, the growth of the geek community from, uh, that the, it's just something we were doing just because we enjoyed it. We enjoyed mm-hmm. playing the games. That nowadays it's getting recognition nationwide. It's getting internationally, not just nationwide, around the world that people are finally recognizing this. And to OCU Esports, it's not just about, you know, playing the game and being the most skilled player. Um, 
for me personally, I'm also the head coach of the program, right? Oh, so cool. I I tell my players I will take a I will if your grades are slipping, like I'm benching you for someone who's you know not necessarily the, the most skilled player, just because that's the most important part. When you go to when you join a collegiate esports program, you are there to get an education. Mm-hmm. Esports is always secondary to that. Uh, secondly, um, we are also starting. We're, we're, I'm in talks right now with our um, with a physical trainer at the university and a mental like a, a psychologist at the university to try and like bring some more tools to the players so that they can you know be more well-rounded individuals. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's great because again, we're we're talking about the, the the possibility of maybe going like like they do in regular sports. The possibility of going pro is very unlikely, but the possibility of going pro in the sense of furthering your career, you could go into video games, you could go into right. marketing, you could right. become a coach. You right. could, you yeah. know, there are Exhibit so a. many great things yeah. that you can do that aren't necessarily playing the video games, although. The beauty of getting a college, well, I've always told them, that's why my son is going to go get a college education, is because once you go get the college education, then you can play games all you want because you're working a right. job yeah. where <laughs> you can do that. I found out that once right. I worked a job where I could get a good pay, then I could go play my games and feel good about it. I'm not having right. to work three or four jobs, and that's because of getting a college degree. And that's something we can offer to maybe these kids that aren't as physically fit, but the idea is also I love the fact that you're getting them maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more physically fit. Yeah, I mean, it, you'll just notice improvements in your play mm-hmm. uh, when, you know, you just have multiple. I, I, the, the way I've always put it is that you need to have multiple things that, you know, you're passionate about and things that you're good at. So I, I think that having players come in physically fit just helps, you know, it helps your mind. Um, having them, having to get this, getting the psychologist in here and helping them reduce their stress and anxiety will also help that. And that's most of what esports is. When you walk in, it's like a mental sport, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily a physical thing, but... The another issue is um, in traditional sports, there's a limit to how much your body can take physically. Right. In esports, in theory, you could just keep playing and playing and playing and playing, but yeah. it's just not healthy for but you. Mentally, and so yeah, yeah. No, yeah, mentally you run into some fatigue. Uh, you'll notice that your practice, uh, the efficiency of your practice is going down, where you're not really retaining the information you're learning. Um, so just kind of focusing on like those things, I think it's also super important. And being well-rounded, which is exactly what college mm-hmm. is always about. It's whenever I tell somebody, they, they always say, well, why do I have to take uh, algebra? Or why do I have to take world history? It's not really my part of my degree. It's because the whole point of you being in college is mm-hmm. to walk out of college, not only with a degree, but a degree that basically says, I am a well-rounded individual that can have a decent conversation <laughs> anywhere yeah. I go. And yeah. that's the kind of the idea is that you are supposed to come out of it better educated, uh, a more well-rounded individual and more capable of taking on life. And I love the fact that the, the whole pro- the program at OCU is about creating adults that are ready to handle the real world. Yeah, that's also going to be... By doing a, video games. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. There's a, that's also going to be a part of the um, degree program that they're yeah. working on right now. They're making sure that they're taking a nutritionist class, I believe. Yeah, that's As great. well as a physical wellness class. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, I guess taking the basics class as well. They, go, they still have to take those to get a degree, mm-hmm. no matter what the degree is. Fantastic. Um, very excited about that. I'm so, again, good luck on, on your first Thank tournament. You. That's, yeah. like, that's going to be incredible. Um, where, is there a, a website? Do you guys have a, a place where people can find it yet? Uh, yeah, we have, I mean, we have our own little section on the OCU website, um, mm-hmm. just Oklahoma city university. I think it's just slash esports. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and we're looking at, you know, linking our Twitch page there, trying to get more active on social media right now. Um, something we're working on. 
And then also, if you follow the Oklahoma City University Instagram page, you'll notice one of our students will be doing a takeover of that page um, during the tournament. Oh, that's kind of like showing their experience with through the story on the story feature of Instagram. So pretty much, yeah. you could just go on Google and Oklahoma City University esports, and it's probably you'll find come us. right up. And, oh, and yeah. in Oklahoma City University Instagram, I think that's going to be so much fun. Just uh, fun to watch, and basically supporting your local team just like you would any other team, uh, any other college sports, except for this time. I, I don't know. I I, th- I like I I love you know. I enjoy watching an OU or OSU football game, but this is this is really about supporting the kids that maybe don't always get that chance to go on to these big name games, yeah. and they can actually yeah. do something that, that's helping their career and getting. Like I said, it's just you're talking about scholarships. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. I, I think it's neat. It's a it's a different. I mean, it's just it just broadens the horizon of like these types of like um, collegiate sports things to a whole new group of people that didn't like you were talking about before didn't have access to that kind of like valuable team building experience. So you know, I played some sports in in high school. I played basketball in high school for mm-hmm. a, for a little bit. And, um, you know, uh, never made it past the freshman team, you know, but <laughs> I, mean, I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed the um, I really enjoyed the experience, and the experience of being on a team and mm-hmm. and all of that. And uh, of course, there wasn't this kind of stuff when I was in high school. But now, even at the high school level, we're starting to see high schools developing mm-hmm. esports teams and in preparation for um, college. And I think that's neat. Like you were talking about, not necessarily you know, most people aren't going to necessarily have a career as an esports star, just like right. most people aren't going to have a professional, you know, sports, uh, you know, be a professional sports player. But there's a lot of careers in that area, and it's a way that it might get you a scholarship into a college now and, and stuff like that. So that's that's really cool. And we actually have, I think, at this blue event, we have like some. Don't we have specific things for high school teams? Do we have like some high school brackets that we were working on? I haven't heard much about that. I think okay. it's um, kind of depends on who signs up. Probably yeah. we're, we're looking at. Um, I mean, there's going to be a couple different colleges going there. Mm-hmm. I, I know a couple different colleges are looking at sending some of their teams. So possibly maybe their coaches will be showing up too. I know I'm going to be there yeah. watching, right. looking right. for high school students who might have some potential. So oh, what is it they call those? What the, the like, people sit like, in the, the, the stands? Uh, and they, scouts. 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 <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> we've got scouts. <laughs> yeah. so, high school students. Kids. There's going to be some scouts. Yeah. <laughs> kids go out there. Yeah. That's going to be that's going to be amazing. And what an opportunity to show. Uh, just by by showing off your skills, I, I think that's that's fantastic. And you said the twenty seventh is the deadline to sign up, correct? Which today is the eighteenth, so we're talking about um, just a that's that's a week from tomorrow is basically what we're talking about. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because this Coming is up quick. yeah, this is going on on the 29th of Saturday, so a week from this Saturday. So just go ahead and sign up right now if you uh, have kids that enjoy it. If you're an adult. That wants a chance just to, to play. Again, we don't got, always get chances to because we got real lives. But if you're an adult that really enjoys it, and I, I'm guessing, is there going to be different levels or is it just sign up? And it's it's all just, competitive. Yeah. You sign up, you got you to gotta deal with everyone who's going to be there. Which, anyway, I mean, even if you just knock down the first round, you got to go play a game. And you get to watch a basketball game. And you <laughs> yeah. get a donation to charity. That's you right. got to feel good about yourself. And that's, they said that, when, that, that for being in the tournament, that starts at $22. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And you can find out where, where can we find out more information about? Uh, you got your Facebook page, I know that. Yep, and then uh, it's a uh, it's kind of a longer, well, not too long, but it's nba.com/thunder/extralife uh, is the official page to go get more information and register um, for either just a participant to 
view everything or a tournament participant, either way. And there were links to that on your Facebook page. Yes, so there are So you can links. get there yep. straight. Look yep. up the events page. You can search uh, extra one up Extra Life. Yep. And mm-hmm. it goes right yep. to it. Yep. Um, and it's going to be just a lot of fun. Starts at, uh, start nine, at tell, 9 tell a.m. Sats again. 9 yeah, o'clock. 9 a.m. Uh, runs until, uh, well, I guess till up till like 7 p.m. was when the game starts. Mm-hmm. Then we'll have the game, of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the again, beauty of most basketball games, yeah. they only last for two hours. So I, right, yeah. I love basketball yeah. games. They're so much <laughs> yeah. shorter than yes. football, which you oh, can yeah. just, oh, or baseball. You can just, yeah. oh, no, pitch the ball already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it sounds, sounds like so much fun. And it's just going to be, do we know how many people? We've, this is our first time, but. Uh, I mean, idea? we're expecting in the hundreds. That's um, awesome. We, we uh, I don't know if we'll, I don't, it's, it's hard to know. You know, a lot of these things we end up with, people tend to like wait um, till like the very last minute to buy tickets and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I um, like I, I I'm I'm planning to buy tickets for my son. I I still have it. You know, so, <laughs> like most of us, I'm a procrastinator. So, um, but yeah, uh, we're expecting hundreds of people, and uh, we we do have cash prizes. Like we have a couple sponsors that are providing cash prizes for who are your sponsors? Uh, some of the games. Um, Oh, or just yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't. I can't. It's not off the top of my no, head. That's cool. Have, you, can, have, you can find them. They're yeah, on the, we'll web, the Facebook page. Yeah, they the should website. be on that. They should be on there. Yeah. And you said there's there's going to be some cash prizes, but uh, you, you've got uh, the, 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 the yes, people wait till the last minute. But you can't for the dead. There's no. a deadline yeah. to sign up, 27th. so you guys yeah. will know. Yeah. Um, so that you guys will know how many people you have coming. But if you're just coming to watch some great games and watch people have fun, yeah. uh, you know, I did, my of course I've also got people who are like adults and like, why are people watching video games? Because it's awesome. Oh yeah. To watch a skilled for the, player for the same play reason game. people watch sports. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If there's one thing that I want to recommend, if you're confused about esports, if you just don't quite understand why or how or like. Come, come to this event mm-hmm. and go check out Rocket League. You're going to love it. So Rocket League is three versus three, flying rocket car soccer. <laughs> I don't know who could like turn that down. That's like the coolest sounding thing to me personally, but it is literally cars flying through the air to hit a soccer ball that's also flying through the air into nets. Yes. Yeah. Really it's, cool. It's madness. It's awesome. It looks really cool. Of course, I, I would sit and watch my uh, my nephew uh, play the the uh, Fortnite. I just sit there and watch him because he is so talented at it. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's amazing. And so, yeah, I just going to watch by itself is fun. Then going to watch a thunder game, a a blue game. Um, just, just, it's going to be entertainment all day long at the Cox convention center. Yep. It's gonna be an absolute blast. Fantastic guys. Thank you so very much for showing up. Uh, very quickly, uh, where can people find out about the children's uh, hospital foundation? Um, uh, uh, well, I guess the, sorry, <laughs> Children's, okay. Children's Hospital Foundation. Uh, we have a website, uh, which I don't even know the website off the top of my head. Um, Google Children's Hospital yeah, Foundation. Look for Children's Hospital Foundation, or again, the Facebook uh, Children's Hospital Foundation has a Facebook as well. You can just yeah. search for that on Facebook. Children's Hospital Foundation. That is our Oklahoma City Foundation. And Extra so. Life One Up uh, on Facebook, as well as uh, let's we got nba.com slash thunder slash Extra Life. Yep. People can go to that and have fun. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for stopping in. Of course. Thank you. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Mike Dadalo and Paul Vaughn, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>